0: Welcome to SPS Talk, a podcast for physicians and other leaders in the Children's Hospital Solutions for Patient Safety Network on the subject of safety in children's hospitals. My name is Anne Lyron. I'm the Clinical Director of the Solutions for Patient Safety. Before we get started, I have a couple announcements. Solutions for Patient Safety's fall national learning session is October 17th through the 19th in Atlanta. You can receive additional information about this conference from your project manager at your hospital on the SPS SharePoint website or by emailing OCHSPS at CCHMC.org for additional information. Another announcement is for you to take a look at the uh, manuscript that our network published in the Joint Commission Journal on Quality and Patient Safety in July of this year entitled, We Will Not Compete on Safety, How Children's Hospitals Have Come Together to Hasten Harm Reduction. This manuscript had input from all of the clinical leaders across the Solutions for Patient Safety Network. Today's podcast is entitled, Reducing Unplanned Extubations, Physicians Driving Change. And I'm pleased to welcome two wonderful physician leaders in the SPS network to the podcast. First is Neil Maynard. Neil is an assistant professor of pediatrics and the director of quality for critical care medicine at the Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt. He's been leading the unplanned excavation work there for seven years. Kristen Melton is an associate professor of pediatrics and a practicing neonatologist at Cincinnati Children's Hospital Medical Center, where she serves as the associate medical director for the NICU and Fellowship Director there as well. She's passionate about patient safety and actively works to improve both medication safety and unplanned extubations. Welcome, Neil and Kristen.
1: Hi, guys. So this is Neil here. Um, And I just wanted to go over how we have helped drive change as physicians at my institution and some lessons I've learned from my colleagues across the country. One very practical consideration is, you have to enforce with your staff that unplanned extubations matter. They are harmful, they are avoidable, and they are expensive. And when you're talking to your staff and your co-physician leaders, emphasizing harm to the patient is one of the most important ways to sell your message. But the part about this that is most important is that these are avoidable. Many studies have demonstrated that the use of a reliably performed standard operating procedure for your institution can reduce your harm rate. In addition, recently it's come to light that unplanned extubations impose an unnecessary economic burden on the patient, the family, and the hospital. One single center study cites an increased cost of about twenty dollars to $40,000 in charges. So in summary, when you're talking to your colleagues, remember they are Harmful, avoidable, and expensive, and we should work to eliminate them at our institutions.
2: Neil, I'll just add to that too. I think that um, it's frequently, it's frequent that we hear that following an unplanned extubation that the child or the baby was fine. And I think that physicians really can play a significant role in helping the team understand why we care for the reasons that you listed that these do make a difference to our patients, and we really can help elevate the importance and the understanding of the harm associated with events. I think secondly, one of the things that we wanted to reinforce for the role of a physician is that UE prevention really requires a multidisciplinary team approach. And the physician plays an important role in engaging that multidisciplinary team and really reinforcing um, having everyone involved in communication both in your individual units and also on the unplanned extubation team for your institution. So we would really encourage physicians to engage a team that includes respiratory therapists, bedside and RN leaders, other care partners who might be involved in the individual care of patients, and radiology staff. Also, it's important to think about other people who um, are involved in the care of patients with an airway. So, we want to engage anesthesia and um, other providers in the emergency room or in radiology who may also care for intubated patients. We feel like it's important that Physician Champions help to engage these different providers to recognize the importance of unplanned extubation, to have a shared mental model of practice standards across the units and across the hospital so that um, all of us are working together to implement the factors that we can to reduce unplanned extubation in our institution. I also realized as a physician that I personally could help to promote the, the, the multidisciplinary discussions around extubation readiness, really making sure at the bedside that I was engaging the nurses, asking the RT for their thoughts and really recognizing them for the hard work that they do day to day to protect our patients and to reduce unplanned extubations. So in summary, we would encourage as a physician leader that you really help to engage the multidisciplinary team to help in this unplanned extubation.
1: Thanks, Kristen. Those are some great thoughts. Um, And then one other thing that I wanted to talk about is the physician attitude. just like your coach always told you when you're a kid playing sports your attitude matters and the staff in in an icu environment or the emergency department or in the operating room all will look to physicians to lead but not only that but to validate and co-own this work Um, so as your staff work to develop standard operating procedures around tube securement or high-risk situations um be involved uh, and be encouraging, and uh, most of all, help them co-lead this work when they perform root cause analysis um, and the educational process that's needed to maintain this kind of work. Uh, One uh, tactic that I found useful is, I call it real-time reinforcement. Um, But when you see a deviation from what you've decided to be your standard practice, stop then and talk with the staff in a non-judgmental way about their practice. Oftentimes, you'll find educational gaps um, or areas where they just didn't quite learn it correctly the first time. Um, And it presents a good learning opportunity to understand the environment that you're working in. Um, And then sometimes you'll get repeat deviations by the same people. And when that happens, I would encourage you to pull them inside and sort it out. Um, And when you do this, assume that they want to do the right thing. Most people show up in children's hospitals because they care and they wanna do the right thing. Um, And typically you can find what the root uh, problem is just with a a brief conversation. Um, There may be education gaps, there may be equipment issues, they may be uh, burdened by just uh, the current patient load. These are important insights to learn. Um, one thing I would encourage you to be aware of is occasionally uh, other physicians or care providers can um, kind of do what I call sandbagging the work um, in the sense that they're, they may be apathetic to it, um, in which case you've got to figure out who this is um, and understand their concerns um, or disagreement around your practice standards and just solve the problem as best you can. You know, with that individual um and probably most important of all is when you see your staff succeed uh kind of pour on the praise with them i literally go in the room and high five people when i see them follow a re uh to the t especially with our young staff um i found that this is helpful and when you praise people like this they're also more likely to come back and tell you uh hey this was hard to do today because they changed the tape on us, uh, or uh, one of our providers really did not want us to retake the tube at this time, et cetera. But you can get a lot of good information out of your staff once you show them that you care and you're engaged in the work. Um, and it presents a valuable time to both learn about your system, but also reinforce uh, your system's standards of care.
2: You Neil, know, I think that's, that's great advice. And I think we've seen in our data that hospitals that have been working on this continue to show improvement. And one of the ways that they're showing improvement is going back to the basics and making sure that they're really doing the right thing every time and that we're reinforcing to our staff that they're doing things well. So just as you said, really praise staff when you see them um performing their, tape, their tube securement, um, handling their high-risk situation appropriately, that that reinforcement is going to help us all improve our reliability and improve our unplanned extubation rates. So we thank you all for joining us today in this important work. We're excited to continue to decrease unplanned extubations. Thanks so much.